What's up, y'all? This is your host, JB Stay Fit, on another episode of Morning Training. Welcome back. Uh, it's not Training Talk Tuesday. I didn't have a t- I didn't have time to do it, to be honest. I could have made time, you know, but you know, I just been busy during this quarantine, trying to uh, just produce a lot of content, communicate with my boot camp members, and just enjoy my family. But um, one 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 person hit me up on uh, Instagram, start following my podcast. And he just, you know, said he was listening. You know, I'm not going to say who it is. I'm sure he wouldn't mind, but just not going to put him out there. Um, said he was listening and he just really kept on going. When he heard one, he just said he kept keeping him intrigued. And he said, I talked about a few things that he would like me to speak on now, but I didn't really go in depth. And one of the things he said, I spoke on my father, you know, uh, going back. I can let me discuss some of my background story. You know, I got other podcasts you can check out. All the podcasts are on all streaming platforms, Anchor, Think Spotify, and then Apple Podcasts. But um, so, you know, I grew up, didn't grow up perfect, didn't grow up, you know, in a mom and dad household. You know, my mom, you know, was addicted to drugs, um, crack uh, to be to be specific, specific. She addicted to crack. You know, I never met my father. Just didn't work out that way. Um, <clears throat> you know, he walked out a few months into my mom being pregnant and she never seen him again. <laughs> and of course, I've never seen him. So, you know, he just said that he, he didn't know how I turned that situation into a positive situation where I look at that as, you know, my fuel. I don't look at it as, oh, I'm mad at him. If I met him today, I would just look at him like a regular person. You know, I wouldn't hold no grudge. I would say thank you because it made me a better person overall. More of a man. Um it just put me in a situation where, you know, I just worked harder. You know, I had to learn how to be a father, had to learn how to be a man. Everything I, you know, was learned from my grandmother and I was self-taught, you know. Um, so he said he just he just really was intrigued by me just, you know, just speaking on them things. So grew up rough. My mom was addicted to crack, uh, especially it was bad in my fourth and fifth grade year, you know, elementary school. Uh, a lot of times she wasn't home. A lot of times she just would be on a binge where that meaning for her she would be going four to five days you know my sibling was older so he ne- he wasn't in the household i had a i had kind of like a stepfather he was never there um he was actually locked up at the time she was doing all this so she'll be gone so i either go look i lived in berkeley so i either ro- roam the streets trying to find her um come home she not home still go to sleep wake up get myself ready for school uh if i had to get food i had to find my way uh, she was selling the food stamps uh, up and down the street in uh, Oakland. She used to do it right off of, uh, I think, down there by Mosswood. There's a little shopping center down there, a little mall, mini mall, whatever you want to call it. She was selling them over there. So she was taking food, the money. And I don't I don't hate her for this. It's a, it's an addiction. You know, me and her got a, gr- a pretty good relationship. We speak. I don't really, I don't hold a grudge. It took me to about, I'll say 20, not even 20. I think it was like... 19 when I stopped holding a grudge, you know, um, I still can think about it and it still do bother me at times, but you know, it made me a stronger person. So I went through that, you know, just finished for myself. That's why I grew up a little faster. Um, had to do some stuff I didn't want to do growing up just to make sure I was able to take care of myself. So that was a tough part of my life, but you know, all that stuff growing up that way, I, I was tell like, I would never take it back. I would never even want a different life. Because I feel like it make me work harder than the next person. So if you see me going hard, working out hard, 
just going all in in life and trying to be the best possible form of myself. It's just because of the situations I've been through. It's not because, you know, I, I want to prove something to somebody else. It's just that, you know, pretty simple. If I don't grind, I don't eat, you know, <laughs> just work. But um, I don't want to ramble on about too much about that. But um, and actually just I'm doing anchor right now as I'm talking to the, you know, going to put this on my YouTube channel. But he wanted to know what did I do to help me get out of, you know, just being always looking for an excuse to not succeed. Um, I said the mindset flip, you know, I, I was talking to my wife the other day and I said the mindset flip is when I start completing stuff. You know, I went to school and, um, you know, when I got called back to get into this trade school, me and my wife was at this out trying to buy clothes to go somewhere. And I just said, hey, let's go. You know, they called me back. I sent a postcard in or whatever you want to call it. And I went in and they, they kept me in there about three hours trying to get my paperwork settled so I could enroll in school. And I acted. I acted on that. And when I acted on that, they just started changing stuff. I was going to class. I didn't drop classes no more. I stayed consistent. And then when I started completing things, I just kept on completing things. It kind of gave me motivation. So, you know, I start, I completed that. I graduated. I went to school actually for dental assistant. I wanted to be an RDA, possibly hygienist eventually. Um, I did get all my certifications. I just never went. I've graduated, but I never went through with it. It wasn't my passion. It was just a career. You know, um, in the mindset, one of the mindset flips was when I was traveling from uh, Fairfield to Union City. I stopped listening to negative things. I started getting more into motivational speaking. Some of the people I listened to is Eric Thomas, Les Brown. Um, I just kept going over like his Eric Thomas mixtapes, his YouTube videos. And I'd be in this hour commute just listening, listening, listening. And it just started sinking in. I feel like it started making me, you know, realize like you can do it. Like he had one where it's called UOU, and he just talked about his life and, you know, talked about how he owed himself. You know, his daddy ain't coming back, and I felt that way. He's not coming, and I don't expect him to come and support me or follow, follow me and try to help me live out my passions and dreams. He's not going to do that. You know, I'm 30-something years old. What am I going to do, complain about my father not being there? I got a family to feed. As you can see, my family in the back, you know, I, I got to take care of my daughter. I, gotta, I had to learn how to be a father, a husband, and all of it. Um, so I started reading books too. One of the first books I read was, uh, not read of course, but <laughs> one of the first books that really caught my attention always was had negative self-talk. And one of the first books that really caught my attention was Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. Um, I started picking up books more reading. I started reading Think and Grow Rich. Um, some of the books I read, I'm looking at them right now. They're on my shelf, you know, Kingdom Man by, uh, Tony Evans, I would say, you know, Relentless by Tim Grover. I always do self-help stuff because I got to learn. I didn't have nobody to teach me that. I had no dad to sit down and talk to me about character and all that. I had to learn that on my own. Um, so that's one of the things I did. And then when I started getting into training, I was working in Union City in a lab. I got tired of it sitting there all day. And I was like, man, you know, I just start like, let me see what I could do. Let me push myself. So I started running outside boot camps for free at the marina, started getting people coming. My first turnout wasn't that big, but I had about 16 people <laughs> with limited equipment and I made it work. And I just start, one of the things that he asked, how do I just start? I just start. If I'm a fail, I'm a fail. Um, I don't fear, I don't fear failure. You know, uh, I've never been a great speaker, never been a person that likes, you know, to be always communicate with people. Um, coming from where I came from and growing up how I grew up, I grew up kind of quiet. I like to just sit back and observe things, but uh, 
now starting to open up. So um, I started a boot camp. I just jumped. When I feel like I want to do something, just like I felt like I want to get on here and talk about, you know, uh, what this, uh, what the guy asked me to speak on, I just jump on and I just do it. I get it done. I don't make no excuses. Cause if you wait, you're probably not going to do it. Um, so when I, when I went out there to be a trainer, I just jumped out, got my certification at, of course, first, um, and with my doubters or, or whoever didn't support me, it didn't matter. And he wanted to know like what made me not care what people think. If my family approve of me, my wife, my daughter, that all that that's all that really matters. I don't care what people around me say, friends, whatever. If I feel like I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. I just step out there and do it. Um, I really don't say haters because I don't think I got haters. If I do, I don't notice them. It don't matter. So I just go, get it done, and I just act. If you wait. If you say, hey, let me go to the gym and you sit down, what usually happens? You're not going to go. So I just act. Um, one of the things I had to stop doing, I had to stop staying up late, you know, stop playing video games, stop being up to two in the morning. Um, when I started having a passion, instead of just working, I started realizing that I had to sacrifice some things for me to actually get there. So I sacrificed sleep. I used to sacrifice sleep, you know, by playing video games and I wake up, I didn't get anything done. I just go right into my nine to five work, hate the job and come home. I didn't want to do that no more. I want to start a business training company, um, live in my passion, you know? So I went to sleep earlier, woke up earlier, start waking up at four in the morning. You know, I was working two jobs at a, 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 a big corporation, a gym. I was working, um, like four in the morning to 12, get my workout in and then go out to the other job from 10 to two. I just couldn't do it no more. So, um, for schooling, you know, he wanted to know about schooling. I did NASM, for my CPT. After that, I got a NASM performance enhancement specialty. After that, I just, I got a um, precision nutrition um, certs, level one. So nutrition. After that, I just got a functional agent cert. And then I'm working on this cert right now for uh, mobility and just biomechanics and everything else. Um, so man, what I'm going to say is the mental, the mental flip, the mental switch happened when I just knew this is what I wanted to do. You know, I always felt like people, you know, especially some family members expected me not to succeed because of my my background, because of where my mom came from, because of her, you know, negative things she did. They thought I was going to get involved in that. I was going to go to jail. I wasn't supposed to graduate high school. I wasn't supposed to go to college. Um, that's some of the stuff I heard. So that's my fire. That's my fire. That's what I use to push me every day to be successful, to work harder than other people is that. Nothing else can motivate me. As long as my family's happy, my daughter looks up to me, my wife approves of what I'm doing, that's what I do. So, I mean, that's it, you know, for the podcast. I just want to touch on that. It was a it was a mental flip when I found out this is what I wanted to do. It was a passion, and I knew that I wanted to be the best in whatever whatever I did. Um, and he spoke. He wanted to know about close friends for the last one. I got a lot of close friends, brothers. I don't consider them friends. I consider them brothers. You know, I think they understood, you know, because he wanted to know what did what did people around me think when I stopped hanging out as much, when I stopped playing video games, when I'm, <laughs> I just, you know, it's a, I had to do it. I had to sacrifice stuff. They they eventually understood, you know, um, if they didn't, then I mean, I don't know what to tell them because to be successful, I can't hang out all day. You know, we talk all the time. We video chat. We hang out when it's when it's possible. But everything every day I just work to get better. I work to get closer to that goal. So that's the podcast for today, man. Any questions, you know, contact me, jbstayfit at gmail.com. Follow me on IG at uh, jbstayfit and also 4Fs training. 
Uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. Any feedback is welcome. If I need to get better at something, let me know. Or if it's something you want to hear, hopefully that helps somebody. For real.